not live from Detroit, Michigan, where I'm not going to lie, things are finally starting to look up around here. Uh, not only because Alyssa Shea is not here this week, but the weather is beautiful. People are finally starting to leave their houses again, so you know what that means. You're about to break up. This is the Comedy Pot Pie. Welcome to episode four of the Comedy Pot Pie podcast. I am your host, writer slash comedian, Michael Lane Jr. Uh, some would describe me as charming, others handsome, uh, clearly hilarious, but more importantly, humble. And not with me as always is my lovely and talented co-host and producer, Alyssa Shea. Uh, Alyssa Shea, don't say hello because you're not here. And despite Alyssa Shea not being here, it is once again time to kick this podcast off by sharing something positive that we have done in our lives to build up all that good karma so we can throw it all away. Uh, I'd like to start off by saying that the reason Alyssa Shea is not here is that uh, we gave her the week off because as we mentioned last week, it was her birthday, her boyfriend's birthday, and also St. Patrick's Day. Uh, so I'm going to say that uh, something good I've done this week, aside from doing this podcast all by myself, with, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, the voice is a little scrappy. Uh, but aside from that, is that I actually helped set up that birthday party for Alyssa Shea. Uh, you know, hung up some lights, did a little decorating, uh, while one of my uh, people I know made some charcuterie boards uh so that was nice um so that was something nice i've done and i will take the liberty to speak for Alyssa shea here and uh, say that something good she's done uh something good that she's accomplished for herself this past week is uh somehow surviving another year on this planet so uh congratulations to her uh there have been times i wasn't so sure that would be accomplished so uh, that concludes good shit we've done. Happy birthday, Dulissa Shea. So I had figured that this week uh, we will do a little uh, recap episode uh, since I do not have the patience to do an entire podcast all by myself. I thought it would be a good time to uh, get people back on the same page in case you've missed uh, any of the first few episodes. And uh, also explain uh, the intro controversy, uh, if it was one at all. But uh, this will be, uh, our, our show is so good that episode four is already going to be a greatest hits. Uh, so without further ado, uh, we will see you guys next week for episode five, which will be a real episode, unlike a real amazing episode that this one uh, will probably be. Live from Detroit, Michigan, home of the big three, General Motors, Ford, and Chris Cornell's suicide, it's the Comedy Pot Pie. So that was how uh, we started the podcast, uh, with a little Chris Cornell suicide joke, uh, which was uh, the uh, most uh, uh, mentioned part of the show. 
So uh, I went ahead and addressed it immediately for week two. In three, two. Hello. Just wanted to start this episode out by thanking everyone for their overwhelming support and various feedbacks. Uh, the biggest of which was, wow, Michael, you're hilarious. But that suicide joke was a little rough to start with. I mean, what did Chris Cornell ever do to you? You're probably going to lose a lot of listeners and a lot of potential fans before they even have a chance to listen to your podcast, which all makes sense. So guys, if you don't mind, let's try this again. Alyssa Shea, go ahead and start that music. Live from Detroit, Michigan, the home of Motown Records, Bob Seger, the Marshall Mathers LP, and Chris Cornell's Suicide, it's the Comedy Pot Pie. Fuck you. And that, of course, was my uh, little middle finger to uh, people who try to give me constructive criticism. Uh, speaking of which, it is a good time to do a little clip I put together of all my constructive criticism on all the movies I've watched and have commented on in the first couple episodes. So we will knock that out. Then we will get into a few of my favorite uh, clips overall. And then it's just going to end. So with that, I bid you all adieu. I have not seen it. Well. Never heard of it. I don't know shit about actresses. She's like- I, I don't like superhero movies. I never liked superhero movies. I thought they were dumb. The Marvel craze comes out. I'm like, this is out. All this shit sucks. It's boring to me. I watched every single Marvel movie in a week. Like, did you see Ant-Man? I'm like, fucking Ant-Man fucking sucked. You could have just told me that I needed to watch that 10 <laughs> seconds. I could have missed that whole bullshit right. two hours before it. If you're like a line cook and you're depressed, you think you're the Joker. So like at the very end, they all just start like evaporating into like dust. And they're like, isn't that sad? And I was like, I was like doing cartwheels in the living room. I'm like, I just, I didn't enjoy any of it for the most part. And I was happy to see them die. I want it to end the way I saw it end. And that's how it's going to forever end in my mind with me just fist pumping in the air as they all passed away. As long as people are buying tickets, it doesn't matter. It's mindless. And it's just like you... With your fucking reality TV shows. You know, you sit there, you watch a couple fight scenes, and they save the day, you go home. I'm like, this could have been a really, really good movie if he wasn't a fucking clown. Like, I'm that sad clown. It's like, you don't have to be a fucking clown. You could be that sad guy. I can't even remember the last time I've seen a good movie. It's been a long, long time. I'm going to share with you now my favorite news article of the past two years. Uh, Alyssa Shea, please do me the honors. Absolutely. So there's a couple, actually. The first one that really hit the news was an article about bodies of 11 babies were found in the ceiling of a former funeral home in Detroit. Not too far, actually, from where we live. Mm -hmm. And so this whole investigation... One thing led to another, and less no about a week later, 
another article came out about a completely different funeral home. That's right. In Detroit, just a couple miles away, I believe, that they found 63 more dead babies. Where? In the attic. Yep, I believe it was like the attic. They had some of them in jars, in freezers, um, all over the place. (laughs) That's incredible. That's my favorite story for multiple reasons. Um, For one... Uh, dead babies in the attic is hilarious. I mean, if you're a funeral home, I mean, if your baby dies, that's not hilarious. Uh, there's not nothing, there's you. nothing hilarious about that. But when you give your baby to the funeral home, and they just put it in the attic, and that's it. All right, let me, I'm gonna tell you a story. Uh, about my former life. Uh, I used to work in restaurants. Uh, I used to manage restaurants, and bef- even before that, my first job ever was that I used to work in a restaurant uh, as a cook, and we would wash dishes and stuff like that. And one of the first tricks I ever learned was when you're closing and it's late at night and you're trying to get the fuck out of the building. Um, what they do is they take like the last couple loads of dishes. Like the manager's like, "All right, we got to go. It's time to walk out." Um, this cook that trained me was like, "All right, man," and he would get a chair. And he would fill up a bus tub with all the like the remaining dishes, and he would move a ceiling tile, and he would put the bus tub up in the ceiling. Are you kidding? And just leave them there, and then like they would come, in, and then he would like come get them on his next shift, or like the morning guy would like come like take the ceiling and like take the bus tub down. They were just trying to get the fuck out because they didn't want to wait like an extra ten minutes for the dishes to, and then put them away. So it just makes me laugh thinking that like there's just some guy <laughs> who's like working like dead baby shift dead baby disposal yeah it's like man come on it's like six o'clock like i'm trying to go home and he's just got like like a bus tub full of dead babies it's like well (laughs) fuck man he's like all right he's like yeah i'm about done here anyways and he's like well just you know i'm just gonna fucking out but then like you know it's in the fucking attic and who knows maybe that guy quit you know maybe he worked at both places it's just it's just so crazy to me that like where were these dead babies supposed to be Actually, funny you ask. So the reason they got caught was because a woman named Rachel Brown gave birth Mm -hmm. to a girl in Detroit at a hospital. A little after she was born, she died, and they obviously did the funeral at this funeral home. Uh, She apparently, her body was supposed to be donated to science at the uh, Wayne State University Medical School. Really? Her body never made it there, and so they started investigating, and that's when they found out that... They were hoarding dead bodies, dead that baby is incredible. bodies. Yeah, I mean, it's safe to say that it's safe to say that if you work at a funeral home, you should never put fetuses <laughs> or or any dead baby parts up in the attic. Uh, it's obviously clearly bad for business. And besides, that's what the gift shop's for. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I don't think either of these places are in business anymore. They were like blocks apart. Yeah, we better make sure they're out of business. Otherwise, we have to bleep it. Well, I mean, it's not like they don't have enough bad press as it is. That is true. Perry Funeral Home. All press is good press, so they say. We're going to see if they're still open. I really doubt that. Like, I mean, how can you still run a business after? I don't know. All press is good press, they say. We should Comedy pot pie. We got dead babies in our attic. <laughs> Just kidding, FBI, I don't... <laughs> Just one. <laughs> okay, Perry Funeral Home in Detroit. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, shit. They're still open. They are still open. Shut up, dude. They have 2.8 stars. 2.8 <laughs> stars? I mean. Wait, let me make sure this is the same what, I mean, if you ask them to just put the baby in there. What if they're like, you know what? This is too expensive. Like, I'm not going to spend like five grand on a baby funeral. And they're like, listen, we've got the attic. <laughs> we've got the attic option. That we can just put them in the fucking attic and there's kids to play with. And we pay you $30. Yeah. <laughs> and there's tons of other kids to play with. Oh my God. And it's just like, you know. You know, this place is 21 minutes away from your house. It's like Premie's Playhouse. <laughs> and now it's time for our latest segment uh, judging a book by its cover, which isn't saying a lot since it's only uh, week two. But uh, I need you guys to open your books up to page one. And then start ripping them all out because you won't need them where we're going. This is The Fisherman's Son by Chris Malloy by Michael Lane. <laughs> a young fisherman who has never caught a single fish a day in his life. All of a sudden one day feels the tug of what appears to be an actual fish on the end of his line. But whether it was inexperience or just pure excitement, as the man reached down to pull his catch up from the frigid waters, he slips and falls into the icy water himself. And for a moment, it was thought to be a tragic end to an otherwise tragic life. However, after a couple minutes underwater, the man resurfaces, not a scratch, no ill effects whatsoever from the freezing cold temperatures. The man downplays that a miracle had occurred and refused to speak of that incident ever again. But something miraculous had indeed happened on the lake that day. You see, in the following years, he actually started catching fish, lots and lots of fish, and soon word spread and the man became known as the world's greatest ice fisherman, breaking every single record in the book. Rumor has it, the day of the accident, they say he became one with the lake. They called him the fish whisperer. He gains fame, fortune, finds a wife, and they have a child, a son. But you see, life is all about balance, and these new abilities did not come without a price. While the man was underwater, and as his lungs filled with water from gasping for his last breath, the man struck a deal with the fish god. And as promised, on his son's seventh birthday, the man takes him out to the shanty, the very same shanty where everything began. You see, to emerge as the world's best ice fisherman, he had to sacrifice his own son to the fish god. <laughs> However, as soon as the fish god appeared, the man has second thoughts grabs the boy's hand, and bolts for the door, which by fish god magic violently swings shut, knocking over a nearby lantern, lighting the tiny wooden shanty ablaze. The man grabs his son and shields him from the flames. The fish god yells out in a rage. He says, perhaps you don't understand. You see, I'm a generous god. You have killed, gutted, eaten, and displayed for your amusement hundreds of my children's corpses. In return, I only ask for but one of yours. Meanwhile, seeing the smoke from her bedroom window, the wife comes racing out of the house in a panic. Barefoot, she runs through the snow and onto the lake and starts banging on the door, but it will not open. She reaches under the door into the flames for her son's hand, desperately calling his name, when out of nowhere, a slimy, scaly hand grabs hers and won't let go. She tries in vain to pull away while screaming for help. Help, that would never arrive. The shanty, along with five feet of ice in every direction, would collapse into the waters, melted down by the fire, and slowly the shanty and their entire family would sink to the bottom of the frozen lake. 
The only sound was the occasional burst, air bubbles filled with smoke. The fish god had gotten what was promised. Minutes later, a hand appears on the ice ledge, and then another. Slowly, a man pulls himself out of the water unscathed once more. The fisherman retrieves his floating tackle box, and without looking back, walks off into the distance alone. For his work is not yet done. All hail the fish god. <laughs> and that was the fisherman's son. <laughs> Like they, they, people wanted to cancel uh, us for suicide jokes, <laughs> but Triple Extension can oh, beat yeah. the shit out of his pregnant girlfriend, <laughs> and they're drawing angel wings on him. He's a Triple Extension like extension cord. It's I'm pretty sure it's Tenas Ten Extension. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Should have been in prison. Should have died in prison. He was lucky to die in the streets. No, it's ten, it, no. He didn't die. It's oh wait, he, he didn't did die. die. No, he did die. Tentacion, is that what it is? I was thinking of Takashi. Takashi six. Who's the millennial here? Me or you? I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! In case you're wondering, Melissa Shea is eating cheese during the recording of the podcast right now. In case you were wondering uh, why she sounded like that, sound like what? Like a cheese eating monster. <laughs> I mean, if you know me at all, you shouldn't be even the least bit surprised right now. The red so. light is on. <laughs> and Alyssa Shea is just raw dog and cheese to the dome. Claiming she knows things about Triple uh, Extension. Extension. Even though it was, uh, who did you think it was? No, it's Tentacion. Tentacion. Or some shit, I think. I swear to God, it's like. Ten, ten, tenacity on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. One, one of the funniest things I saw about him was when, when they're like, Triple uh, X Tansion uh, was pronounced dead. They're like, oh, that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> because we can't figure out how to pronounce it ourselves. <laughs> hey, if we ever go to Colorado, can we stop by his house? <laughs> yeah. I uh, When I was in Colorado, I went by Columbine. I remember that. Yeah, I had to check it out. It was like when I was in high school, it was like the biggest news. Like, how could they shoot up a fucking school? And then now it's like, how can you not? <laughs> but back then it was like shocking to us. And it was like, it's like what started it all. I'll tell you how you cannot. You can't find fucking ammo anywhere in this damn country right yeah, now. That's true. I tried to find some this well, weekend to go shooting up north and there's none anywhere. The only way to get ammo now is to like go to all the graves of high school students. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's it that's the only way <laughs> we haven't really drank uh since that bus trip yeah, um, thank god and, and again i've talked about this i think in the uh earlier episodes uh maybe i, cu I cut it out i can't remember but I, I would either drink like you know i'm either drinking zero beers or i'm drinking 70 beers if there's an event going on and, uh, you know, I can handle my liquor and I think I'm all right. I might black out, but uh, good news, when I awaken from the blackout, there is not much damage done, <laughs> at least on my end, uh, which is good. Um, I think it has a lot to do with when we were younger, uh, we invented this thing called the trick. Oh, God. Uh, or I should say I invented it and pushed <laughs> it onto all of my friends. 
But uh, it was like when we first started drink, getting into liquor, because like everyone, we you know, we started with beer and stuff like that. And we're like, liquor is gross. But Jaeger used to be a big thing back then. Ew, I hate Jaeger. I used to drink it all the time. Uh, I haven't but... drank Jaeger in probably eight years. But the trick was um, all around Jaeger because it used to be Jaeger and Red Bull was like the big thing. I even had a Jaeger machine uh, in my home, but I had to unplug it along with the Red Bull fridge that was next to it because I would awaken from a blackout. And it was just like three liters of Jaeger on tap. And then I'd have to look in the in the garbage can and just to like get a gauge of how much I possibly drank, how many bombs. I'd be like 11 Red Bull cans in the garbage. I'm like, oh God, and I'm just shaking. So eventually, I just I cleaned it out and I put it back in the box uh, where it's been ever since to this day. And, <laughs> and and really, I don't even drink it anymore. But the trick used to be, um, I invented a trick that uh, you get we'd get a half pint of Jaeger, and this would be like before while we were downtown, uh, we would we'd go down, we'd park our car first, of course. Uh, and we would say we're going to like a, a tiger game or like a, you know, whatever an event that takes four or five hours. We go there, watch the game. It's like four hours. Then we go to like the casino for a couple hours, you know, until we, until we sober back up again. But, uh, so we're like, well, why not just get rocked all at once instead of spreading it out? That way we'll be fine again later. Oh, so your trick is actually just binge drinking. So, well, here's the <laughs> trick though. There's a, there's a special breathing technique that goes with this. So what you do is you, you take your Red Bull. Okay. And what you do is you crack the Red Bull. You just take the smallest swig just to, just to get a base going of flavor. Then you crack your um, Jaeger half pint. You don't want to be crazy. Just a half pint will do you. Then you crush the half pint in one sip. You know, you glug, 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 glug. Then the key, the key, Alyssa, is to not breathe out because that's when the pain hits. So what you do is you chug it. You chug it all. And then before you breathe out, while you're still holding your breath, you take another, you know, big sip of Red Bull. Then when you breathe out, all you taste is Red Bull and all the liquor's gone. You want to know something really funny? You actually taught me this. Did I? When we worked together. Yeah. So we worked together at Dooley's. Mm -hmm. um, it was, uh, you know, just like an Irish bar by our house a long time ago. And um, yeah, like I think it was like my 21st birthday or something. We were taking shots and... You know, I just obviously was not really enjoying them because they were like straight up Jameson or something. Mm -hmm. And you told me that you were like, all you got to do is you just take a big swig. <laughs> it's you true. You keep holding your breath. Try it at home and, and let me know. That's literally all I've done since it's, that day. It's and it all works about so breathing. Well. You just keep it, your, it as long as you keep your breath held and then smash it down with another sip of Red Bull. Mm -hmm. And then when you breathe out, it's just fucking gone. That's the only way I take shots now, honestly, ever since then. And it does work really well. Uh, and, and I thought... Uh, and again, I haven't done Jaeger in in at least eight years. Whenever I do the trick now, I do it with like Jameson or like something else. But like it, it doesn't work as well. Like, it was something about the Red Bull and the Jaeger that like really wiped the clate clean of all <laughs> slate clean of all of that. Um, but I thought in uh, tradition of our first annual hangover episode, <laughs> uh, I would bring it back. I would do it today on the podcast. Yeah, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm, gonna do I'm the, all for that. I'm going to do the trick. Uh, I got one on me right now. I'm going to give it a try. See if I still got it. That sounds good. I uh, I think I'll join you on that as well. I do, ha I do have two of them. Oh, do you? Two Jaegers? I do. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I, don't like, I, don't, like... I don't like Jaeger anymore, but I went ahead, and that's the banging sound of me putting it <laughs> on the counter. Uh, that is a Red Bull and a half pint of Jaeger. 
This one's cold, actually, if you want the cold one. Oh, God. I legitimately thought you meant like we were just going to do the trick, but like this is the trick, Alyssa. Something else, like with a different kind of alcohol. I don't do anything (laughs) half ass, whole ass in it. Whole ass in it. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to take this and then and then who knows? We're going to have to finish off this podcast before we start slurring. <laughs> oh, do you hear that? You hear the sweet. That, that's sweet the Red Bull. The Red Bull's opening. Open. <laughs> uh, you don't have to do it. I'll, I'm, I'm going to do it. But if you're not going to do it, I will uh, right. steal the cold one. No, Yeah, I mean, I don't care. We can each do one after another. You can do the cold one first if you want. But uh, I, I'll, I'll do it first. That way you can have the Red Bull. Okay. Um. All right, uh, let's see if I still got it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna back up away from the mic a little bit and uh, glug glug away. But first, what you're gonna do oh, is wait. Shit, you want me to do like the whole thing? Oh fuck! It's the trick. They don't call <laughs> okay, it the trick right, because right, it's not right, a right. magic trick. It's just a half pint. Right. I now I have done the trick with a pint before. <laughs> don't recommend. I, I did the trick with the pint one time. And what we do is we, we like I said we beat a sporting event. So we would do that, especially because we were way younger and like the we didn't want to spend like fifteen dollars on a drink at the game, you know. So we would just do this, and then, but then we'd have to like race to the game. And like one time, I, I finally got there, and I bought like a beer, and I gave him like a fifty dollar bill, and I just like walked away. And they were like, "You need your change," and I'm like, "Oh yeah." And I was like, "Oh my god," I'm like, "Already, I'm already feeling it." Oh god! But then you could just sit there, buzz, and watch the game, you know, as a kid and save some money. Uh, but now me doing it as an adult uh, is just irresponsible. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, All right. I'm gonna, hit the, I'm gonna hit this Red Bull, and then. Uh, Glug, I haven't had yet. I hope I don't fucking puke. Because, again, I am still super hungover. And I can only imagine tomorrow, which is actual St. Patrick's Day. Oh, uh, my God. I forgot. It's already tomorrow. See, but I keep making things up to put this off. But I'm just going to do it now. All right. <laughs> here we go. Red Bull first. All right. Um. So I know you guys can't really see this. But I'm not going to lie. That was, I, like, I'm going to throw up just looking at that. He literally just Oh my god! He just chugged the whole fucking oh half pint, Why and that watering? was actually some pro level <sighs> chugging. Like it yeah. went down way faster than I expected. You have to, you have to put your mind in a different place. It's like being sexually abused or something. <laughs> oh you just can't god. not. You just gotta like be somewhere else, and then when it's over, you take some some Red Bull, <laughs> and then. Uh, but uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't miss it. Although I don't, uh, I didn't really taste it. I'm telling you, the trick. Do you think My, the trick would work uh, for sexually abused people as well? Just hold your breath maybe, all the time and then chug Red Bull after Maybe, it? Maybe they should put that on the, fly, on the flyers. <laughs> if you find yourself getting sexually abused, get a Jaeger. <laughs> <coughs> if anything, you uh, maybe you won't remember. My, 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 I will not. I will say this though. My throat is on fire, but my, I did not have my voice the last couple days, uh, so I think it's just the remnants of me losing my voice from the bus trip. I'm not gonna lie to you, real quick, honestly. <clears throat> that we went on this weekend. I really don't think I'm gonna be able to chug this whole thing. <laughs> you, you don't. Well, I, I actually could have done it. it. I could have done it better, but I, I couldn't lean back uh, because of the way the podcast is set up. Yeah. Right. If I could have really got some head tilt going. It I, actually I could, uh, dis- I could drain that slut right down my throat. <laughs> it actually kind of disgusts like me intended. knowing that you could have drank that even faster. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like it went down in seriously, like maybe like a sip and a half. It yeah. Like. And now I can't be held responsible for uh, anything I say the rest of this podcast. Because <laughs> what I've also eaten today is 13 Doritos. 
And that's on. That I got from the, that I got from the same liquor store <laughs> that I just bought these from uh, like an hour ago. Because <laughs> you just got off work, and now it's time to party. So you have no excuse. I sure did. And you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to leave the house. All right, here we go, guys. Honestly, are, are you Irish? I am Irish, Polish, English, American, Indian, French, Indi- Dutch. Yeah, Indians. Like the up. United Nations had a gangbang and like made me. Yeah, I could see that. You look gangbangy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, All right, so give it a little sip. Now, don't be shy there. You're going you're gonna to want to rinse the mouth out real good to start. But save enough. Save enough at the end. You're probably going to want to slam the rest of the Red Bull at the end. So keep it near. But then you just need to lift it up. If you can't do the whole thing, uh, you see you're not lifting high enough. You didn't even break the uh, parallel level to the floor. I'm sorry. I just and that was Melissa Shea failing. <laughs> and I do. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I feel a little better. Yeah. Who are you calling the alcoholic? You literally just chugged a whole half pint in front of me. Yeah. For the in for like the podcast. Seconds. Cause oh, I'm going, he's... cause I'm going all out for the podcast. He's doing it for the podcast, guys. Because that's the kind of thing I do. We say we're not going to do a podcast this week because we're too hungover, we're too sick, and also, uh, in my defense, I did lose my voice for uh, two days, but I'm back, and I go all out, full send, full send that Jaeger down my throat. <laughs> um, and now here we are. No, it's not. I like we even talked about you know instead of like postponing a week we would just take some of the stuff maybe that we've mm-hmm. cut out of other episodes but then i thought you know them. what if we cut if i if we cut it out the first time yeah then it's not good enough to i don't want to give the people trash right so i'm glad you're I mean, feeling a little the, better i mean at the same time fuck these people <laughs> oh my god michael you're gonna make us lose but, all of our audience already but even first of all if we haven't lost our audience yet uh these people are sticking around Long term, huh? Uh, if you've made it this far, if you've made it to episode three and you're still listening, you're our people. <laughs> uh, fuck them. If they, if, if they don't like to hear this, I'm glad they're gone. I hope they pass away. Oh no, God. I don't hope. Oh, my God. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. Pump the brakes. <laughs> I hope they almost pass away. And then, and then think about uh, what it would be like without us in their lives. Yeah, right. And now we're the reason to live. I want them to listen to us on their deathbed and tell their children. <laughs> my only, my only thing I leave to you is this podcast I just found out about, and then they die. Speaking of which, and then um, they leave us five stars on iTunes. So again, as usual, all of our socials are just at Comedy Pot Pie. You know our Instagram. I mentioned last week, updated no dots or anything to just Instagram.com slash Comedy Pot Pie. Twitter, same thing. Twitter.com slash comedy pot pie. Um, also at Michael Lane Jr. on all socials and uh, comedy pot pie at yahoo.com. There you go. I don't think I'm missing anything, am I? I don't I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Listen, we weren't going to do this fucking podcast. Yeah, we really weren't and, today. Uh, <laughs> here we are last second throwing some fucking shit together. Listen, we care. he might not love you guys, but... About all of us. But I love I love some of you, uh, select yeah. some of you. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I I figured we should probably just bang it out regardless. So here we are. Yeah. And I just drank a half pint of uh, of uh, Jägermeister. That he did. For the cause. So don't say that I don't fucking care. But yes. How are we supposed to end this? How do you want to end it? I don't know. What are we, what are we supposed to do? 
We just cut it off. I said we just <laughs> we just start screaming. Not like into the mic, just like out into space, and no. then just like to relieve all the pressures of like the entire week. We just turn to the side and just it's like ah, and then it just and then it just turns off. You want to do it? Well, maybe we right? should say something though, not just scream. Just like scream something. Like just scream. Like whatever whatever thing you're the most fucking pissed off at this entire week, you just fucking scream it, and then we'll just instantly cut the episode off. Okay. All right. So what are we screaming in the air? Uh, whatever. So what we'll do is we'll scream whatever we want into the air uh, that we want to relieve off of our chests uh, by next week. Something that pissed you off over the last week, you just scream it out in the air, and then everyone else who's listening can just do the same thing. We'll just scream it off, and then like fucking two-thirds into the scream, just silence. Got it. Okay. And then we'll just cut it off, and that'll be the end of the episode. All right. Uh, Whenever you're ready. All right. All right. So we'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll, do a, we'll do a countdown. So on the count of three. So one, two, three. And then scream. So not scream on three. Scream one, two, three, then scream. Right. So it's like rock, paper, scissors, go. Like rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> like rock, right. paper, scissors, scream. Right, right. Okay. All right. Uh, so whatever has frustrated you the most over this last entire week. You ready? All right. One, two, three. Melissa Shay! I think it's about time we scream our way out of here. All right, sounds good. As usual, whatever has been frustrating you the most over the last whatever, week. Whatever scares you the most, whatever pisses you off the most. Honestly, just whatever the fuck you want to say. Whatever you just want to release and get it off of your chest. Uh, we, we're going to say this now together as a group, uh, even you guys in your cars or at home. Uh, it's therapeutic. You just scream it out there into the atmosphere and uh, hopefully it'll go away. Last, last week I said Alyssa Shea. Uh, but she's still here, <laughs> so take that with a grain of salt. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's um, uh, get this get this going. You let's, ready? Let's roll. You got, you got something in mind? Um, yeah, actually, I do. All right. Uh, how do you want to do this again? How do we do this last time? We did the like the three, two, one, go. Three, yep. two, one, then go. We did three, two, one, go. All right, three, two, one, go, and then uh, we just cut it off mid scream, and uh, then we're out of here. Sounds good. All right. Uh, you want to do the honors there? Alrighty, yep. All right. And three, two, one. Oh, hell, the fish god! Thank all of you for the support and listening, and we will see you all next week.